eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, so we talked about the run game, but we have to talk about the pass game to some capacity. And it is been anemic. Uh, you know, they've gotten first downs when they've needed to. Uh, but we have seen what this team is like now without Mark Andrews. And ironically enough, uh, we saw Lamar Jackson spreading the ball pretty well without having Mark Andrews there, which was really good to see. Um, my concern, Cordell, is what happens when this team gets Mark Andrews back. Now, here we know that Mark Andrews is a world-class tight end. He's one of the best to do it in the National Football League. You want Mark Andrews on the field. I don't care what the situation is. If he's healthy, you want him out there. Um, but the concern is, are we going to see spreading the ball around if Mark Andrews does return? And that is just something that I, I think that we've struggled with because we know that there was a tale of two halves in the Tampa game, which the first half Mark Andrews did play in, the second half he didn't. They looked like a completely different football team. Then in the Saints game, while like the passing wasn't like prolific per se, we saw the ball get spread around to, to many different receivers. How can you the Ravens find a way to continue to have Mark Andrews being, you know, the guy in an offense, but still getting your other guys involved. I feel like that that's potentially an issue when Mark Andrews comes back. Yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely going to be an issue. The Ravens have not shown Lamar has not shown that he can consistently spread the ball around to the other guys on this offense. When Mark Andrews is on the field, he just not, he just has not shown that he, Lamar locks in, you know, he locks into Mark Andrews and Lamar talks a lot about how he trusts his guys. And I believe he does, you know, but does he trust them when Andrews is on the field? Obviously he trusts Mark Andrews more, nothing wrong with that. That's how it's supposed to be. He's the best weapon uh, next to Lamar that they have on this offense. 
I have no issue with that. But the thing is, you have to avoid being as, you know, predictable as possible. Uh, it, it's just crazy to me that the Ravens are okay at times with going so one-dimensional in the past mm-hmm. games. You know, it, I just don't understand how it, how that's beneficial for them. And I understand Mark Andrews has had an a, 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 a cra- amazing amount of success, no doubt, all pro last year. But one guy is only going to be able to take you but so far. You have to at least find other ways to get other people involved. And they have guys that can get involved. They have Devin DuVernay. You know, they have Isaiah Likely. Obviously, the running running game is there. Demarcus Robinson has shown when he's gotten opportunities that he can be somebody that they can count on, you know. And all you need is just for somebody to alleviate a little bit of pressure off Mark Andrews, who is getting beat up right now. I mean, he's dealing with the shoulder issue. He's dealing with a knee issue. That's never good when a player is dealing with an upper body and a lower body injury. It's, it's never a good thing. This is a guy that carries a lot of weight on this offense, and I think, I'm not going to say he's breaking down, but I think he's at a point right now to where, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough. He's taking a lot of hits because he's getting a lot of touches. And even on the plays he doesn't get a touch, he works so hard throughout the course of a play to get open, you know, that it's, it, it takes a lot yeah. out of you. So at some point, somebody else has to step up. Guys have got to start winning some of their one-on-one matchups and making themselves avail- available to Lamar. Lamar's got to do a better job of keeping everybody engaged, keeping other players involved and hitting some of these guys when they're open, you know, because I understand some of these windows aren't going to be as open as others, but it's been some wide open guys that Lamar has missed. And it's been times where these players aren't winning in one-on-one battles. Everybody has to get more consistent. um, But I do think it will help just for Lamar to at least give these guys more opportunities. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, listen, you you always want to get your best player in the ball, you know, and so I completely understand why Mark Andrews is the, the focal point of this offense. But it's very, look, the defenses know that too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the part I always like get confused about. So that means somebody is open out there, well, you know, and yes, have we seen guys in the past, um, you know, have issues with getting open? Sure. But also, I think sometimes when you, I, I wonder how much is that um, on the receiver or is that on Lamar trying to see if he can get his number one option open? And then eventually when he moves along, then those guys aren't open. Right. And so you got to re- look, if, if Andrews is being bracketed, fine. Somebody got to be he can be the decoy for all I care. Somebody has got to be available. Somebody has got to be open. And I just really feel like you start you have to start using these mismatches when they are available. That's how I would work with Mark Andrews in the second half of the season when he comes back. Obviously, if he's open, you get him the ball because he's great at running option routes. He's great at finding niches in between coverages that he can get, you know, open. So you don't want to just phase him out, obviously. That being said, I have no problem if the Ravens just find a way to say, look, Mark Andrews, do this. That way this guy can get open, this guy can get open, and you start throwing the ball to the other guy. Then what's going to happen is the defense has to respect your other players, right, if they're getting catches. Now you have an opportunity to give Mark Andrews the ball freely. That's the part that I'm just – 
I really just would like to see more of that as opposed to Mark Andrews being this entire off passing offense. It, it, you know, as great as a player as he is, it's just not going to work down the stretch. No. Everybody knows that Mark Andrews is the top player this, in this offense. Who doesn't know that? You know what I mean? Right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, you definitely got to get other guys involved. It, it, it's, it's simple offense. I mean, it, it, yeah, it'll win you a couple of games, you know go forcing the four speed and Mark Andrews, especially what we have to realize is also that the Ravens don't throw the ball a ton. So on yeah. average, if the Ravens throw the ball 16 times in the game and Mark Andrews is playing, he's probably getting at least nine of those targets. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I may not even have a big issue with that, but the thing is you, you just have to find ways to get everybody else involved as well. You, you limit yourself, you know, uh, you, you you limit yourself when when you do things like that. So I, I really think it's a point of emphasis for the Ravens, especially coming off the bye week. John Harbaugh talked about self-scouting. You know, that's one of the things I hope that they self-scouted is the thing that the, is the fact that they need to find ways to get some of these other guys involved um, in the in the pass game. The pass game doesn't have to be great. It doesn't. It just has to be there when you need it. And for it to be there when you need it, you're going to need more than just one guy to be, you know, available to you in this past game. And Deshaun Jackson, you know, maybe he turns out to be, you know, something for this offense. He doesn't, he, again, he doesn't have to be great, but he has to just do his job of forcing people to respect the deep ball, being there, um, but being, being there at the, to, to, to you know, to, to cut off the big play and open it up in that intermediate uh, area, especially in the middle of the field where Mark Andrews does a lot of his work open it up for him there and Isaiah likely, I think incorporating Isaiah likely more in the past game, he's out there, but actually throwing him the ball more, even with Mark Andrews out there only helps Andrews. I've said it a million times. Defense is having to guard both of these guys uh, in the middle of the field is a problem. The Ravens don't expose that enough in my mind. I, I completely agree. And, and, and I just, I, pr- it, I feel if that that's what they did, then we wouldn't even be having these these conversations about how we feel about this pass offense because it would be opening up this pass offense with the guys that you have. You literally have to use the strengths of uh, of of the guys that you have. We saw Isaiah likely getting involved in this offense. I have no idea what Kolar brings, you know, or, or how you use him at this point, right? Um, because Mark Andrews is the guy. Isaiah likely is barely getting the touches that he can he would get, you know, when Mark Andrews is playing. And we had really high hopes about him uh, in training camp because of the things that we saw from him. So now you got another weapon, but I don't know where he fits in this offense, quite frankly. But you could use him, sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you just have to find a way to get the ball around. That is the key. I don't listen. The Ravens are who they are. They have who they have. You don't have a prolific wide receiver right now. Rashad Bateman is not available. 
um, he's injured. And so you don't have a great wide receiver on this roster. That doesn't mean that the wide receiver should not be involved simply because they're not great based on, you know, NFL standards. James Prochet can get first downs. Devin DuVernay, we've seen what we can do. They can do with him. I'm not going to even bring in Deshaun Jackson because I feel like Deshaun Jackson ain't going to be too healthy anyway, Cordell. He can't help himself. He a fast doobie, an older dude. So hamstring injuries is going to be the story of his career as a Baltimore Raven. That doesn't mean that you don't have other guys on this roster that can't contribute to what it is that you're trying to do from a passing perspective. And Greg Roman and Lamar Jackson has to find a way to make sure that everybody is getting a piece of the pie when Mark Andrews comes back. Because if you keep focusing on Mark Andrews, you're not going to win football games that way. I don't care what your record says down the stretch. If everybody knows that your guy is Mark Andrews and they find a way to phase out that guy, then guess what? That's going to be the game plan. And you should find a way to do something about that type of defense. It's not hard. I really feel like it's super easy here. No, nah, it is. It is. I mean, a lot of it is because this offense is centered around the tight end position and Mark Andrews being the lead at that position. You know, it causes them to at times lock in. And, and we're not going to act like they've had no success with kind of force feeding Mark Andrews the ball. And that's kind of been a, a gift and a curse for them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's is to this point. So that's that's it's it's a habit that they have to break. And it's not easy. It's it's tough to go cold turkey. You know what I'm saying? And uh and, and I think that that's kind of the battle that the Ravens are fighting within themselves right now is they almost ha- it's not a natural thing for them to incorporate these wide receivers into the pass game. They have to actually make a concerted effort to make sure they start throwing these guys the ball. That's not and, – and really it's on Lamar. He's the one that's got – you know, he's, he's he dictates who gets the target and who doesn't. Sure, Greg Roman calls plays that are intended for a certain player, but ultimately Lamar is the one that has to throw said player the ball. You know, um, if, if, if he's not going to make the concerted effort to actually get others involved, even when 89 is on the field, then honestly we're just wasting our breath. I, yeah, so uh, hopefully uh, Greg Roman and Lamar Jackson, I don't know if you even listen to this podcast, but if you heard about it before and someone tells you what we're talking about, please find a way to spread the love. Spread love is to be more aware. Please do. <laughs>